ladies and gentlemen, our dear audience, we welcome you back to the Growth Mindsets podcast. Thank you. It's yet another exciting episode. And for today, if you were with us in our first episode, we promised you goodies. Today we have, uh, I think, the first and most important guest. When we conceptualized the idea of a podcast, I uh, had first-time invites. I think I first talked to the gentleman we have today. I then talked to Damali Muchivi, whom we'll have later on in the podcast. These are the immediate people that are mentoring me. Now, today on the podcast, we have a very, very important man to me. I know he doesn't like to be called important, and uh, he will tell us why. He's a very, very humble man. The level of humility that I have found him to be at is one that I am trying to learn from. Today with us, we have Haji Quez Abdul. Shafiq. Shafiq. You're welcome. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. We are recording this podcast in your home. It's such a beautiful home. Thank you. And uh, and simple. And yeah, no, not so simple. Uh, I wouldn't say it, but um, it's a great home. Thank you. Thank you for hosting us. And for our audience who have not met you, I want to give you the chance to introduce yourself to them. Okay, thank you. Good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, and fellow people. Yeah. You know, nowadays it is in style. <laughs> yeah, I we understand. Have 96 genders. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that's traditional. Mm. And fellow people. Yeah. My name is Abdul Shafiq Kwezi. People normally call me Haji. I have spent about six decades in this world uh, oh. to date. I think I'm attaining the sixth decade on the 26th of December this year. A celebration to make. Uh, well, I'm like you mentioned it. I'm a very modest person. Okay. It's my kids who normally make birthdays. I actually forget that they have to spoke. It's not an eventful thing. Actually, I fast when they have spoke because I have a lot to reminisces yeah. on, to contemplate on. Yeah. It's not a celebration because every single day you live, you coming approaching you the grave. You are not going further from the grave. I understand that. It's it's a time I think is for modesty. Yeah. Now, why do I say that? Because it goes back to the root of who you are. Yeah. Many of our young generation now yeah. don't have a root, don't have an anchor. An anchor is something that pegs you to life, mm. not to existence. There is a difference between a goat and you. A goat doesn't know that it lives. It exists. It lives to eat and breathe and sleep. Yeah. You are different because you have a conscience to be able to tell between good and to choose between good and bad. Yeah. So this anchor comes from a primeval belief, okay, yeah. in a higher being. That higher being is the one that brings us back. As opposed to a philosopher called John Paul Sartre, is the one I think who popularized existentialism. Yeah. I be so I am. Okay. Yeah. Everything begins with me and ends with me. That one creates an element of fatalism, mm. okay? In the sense that you believe so much in yourself. You cannot determine destiny and fate. Down the road, you meet a big roadblock. And everything. A concrete wall here. and you're done. Yeah. But then how do you surmount? How do you go over that concrete wall? Mm. 
is a belief you have to supercharge your yourself your yeah. your soul supercharging yourself is in believing in a higher being call him allah call him god. jesus call him god call yeah. him brahma call him shiva call him buddha but there must be that belief in a higher being that roots you anchors you once you have that anchor then you go to fight towards the discipline okay yeah of being right where you have a focus on the goal wow. now i want to give you an example when we read in the mass media yeah there are a lot of these young yapis who are in wall street <laughs> yeah who are making millions and billions dealing in stocks and cryptos and yeah. by 25 27 the guy is just having what you are dreaming of getting in the next i don't know 60 years or 80 years which you may never get yeah the guy at 27 has got 10 million dollars in his account that guy is on the path of self destruction yeah. period most of these guys the biggest problem they're having now is they are burnt out with the drugs because they're looking for the highest kind of pleasure he can afford and money can buy any pleasure yeah but because the problem with them is they don't have any anchor they are living an existential life i am so i be so everything is readily available yes now unfortunately that culture is also spreading here because i mean you cannot avoid globalization so you find a lot of our young generation that are growing up are looking at these people as a peer you know yeah. and these guys are glorifying these things in movies wall street wolf i don't know brother wears yeah. devil wears red brother blah 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 you know that kind of thing yeah how many of these guys are coming up and of course they're struggling in life rather than doing the first thing first they want a shortcut it's it's human yeah so they just jump you want to jump the queue i also want a lamborghini i also want and the opportunities are open yeah. many of your, your youth are now working on the remote operating they're working mm-hmm. on, uh, on, on on remote platforms you get make gigs that are given to you by americans and you may get the money and you waste the money and give you an example just in my neighborhood here yeah there's a disco called vaults it's a club yeah 80% of the attendees who are female are young corporates yeah or students aspiring to be young corporates Honestly, without that anchoring. Your father is out in the village there selling tomatoes. Yeah. Bananas. Chakul. Take you through the gridlock, the rat race, university yeah, plan. Yeah. You get out and you become a corporate and you spend half of your money here. No, half of your night here. Tomorrow then you go out to work. You're not going, they don't serve tea in the club. Yeah. Yes, you want entertainment. Go once in with your friends, meet, knock out, have fun, then go back to celebrate. But you cannot do it till 24/7. Yeah. Really? How do, how does our society now develop from that point onwards to go into the next step? We're not saving anything. Look at how Chinese are working. You've had an experience of working with Chinese. Yeah, they're very. very they say the Chinese have a saying that if I get food and shelter for me and my immediate family, the rest of it is just plain saving plain saving profit we don't have that mindset because chinese are confucians yeah. they have a belief in something that roots them they are not existential so when you they go back to the western culture western civilization it has lost that that rooting so people are just living existing actually they live apart from animals i eat i breed i sleep i have fun 
So I am. Why I began my talk on anchoring, that's the fundamental principle that will inspire you, the new generations, because the world is in your hands now. Yeah, you are going to build, you are going to construct, you are going to reign over empires of money and wealth. And then what happens if you do not have, do I, we have to repeat that fatal cycle that the Western world is going through? No, we should do it differently. We should be different. Thank God because of the remoteness of Africa, we are still blessed. Yeah, we, we still have a chance to make sure it doesn't... We are still blessed. We are seeing it in a very small segment of the elites. Yeah. But the majority of people are... Because of our lack of means, are struggling to make do. Because you don't have the resources to be able to live that reckless and, 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 and becoming life. Yeah. If you have the resources which came in first and now we are going to get into the situation, where are you going to get these resources? Yeah. You're going to have access to them. Then what? After that, what? If you don't have you, an anchor, then... You, you burn out yourself. Yeah. Okay, now having an anchor itself is not enough. Okay, there is a set of attributes that go with that anchor, right? Yeah, these other set of attributes you might not get it from the anchor. Some people go through church groups, some people go to Islamic schools, some other people go to peer groups that inspire them. Okay, I have been through all these entities and. I think in 1981, I first joined the first martial school. I joined Taekwondo. You come to my favorite topic immediately. I was young then. Yeah. But it gave me a sense of purpose. One of the people very close to me, whom I joined and who was our senior, was Kalungi Kabuyi. Yeah. Kalungi Kabuyi, that famous journalist, yeah. was one of the people in my our class. Oh. Unfortunately, we were also we also had a military guy from I think he was in intelligence that time called there was an intelligence satrapy called NASA during about a two. Yeah. So unfortunately that was the time that the late Kaira attacked Lubiri from Rubaga. Mm. So all hell broke loose. I was in Makere College. So the following morning it was shooting and killing and shooting and wailing and shooting. The guys had gone berserk. Yeah. So this guy Actually, because he was training with us, tipped us and said, you know, you guys, you are the next. We had had a tournament against the uh, UNLF at that time, the armed forces, and uh, we had given them some kind of thrashing, mm -hmm. so they were not impressed. Said, you okay. were a very good martial arts. He said, you guys are training, you want to be fighters. That means that we are going to take you now to fight. Uniform guns go to Luero. Oh, that's when the whole, the whole club broke apart. We just laid low again. Yeah. So the next time I, and that was a time when I was in my teens, the next time I came into karate, this is now far from Kaitoikono, this is a different martial arts discipline, which is called Kyokushin, Shoi Kokushin. It's got a long Japanese name, Kaikan. That was 22 years ago. We began in Garden City with a Japanese sensei called Ishihara, Fujiko Ishihara. We eventually built our own dojo, which is a Japanese name for uh, a karate gym. Mm. One thing I have learned is the discipline that is there. I was coming to that exactly. 22 years ago, yes. what leads you to join this karate club? Uh, what led me to join the karate club in the first instance was fitness. Because yeah. before the karate club, I was in the fitness, in the gym. There used to be a gym. And in the evenings, we'll do karate. 
But because I had an experience with the martial arts, yeah. the three years I did Taekwondo also gave me a certain element of discipline, a routine in discipline. Now from the anchor, now we come to, we come to what discipline. gives this, how do you, the attributes of that anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I joined karate up to last year. I was a brown belt. Oh. I never wanted to graduate because I was supposed to have gone to black belt first done eight years ago. But because at certain point in time, you realize it's not about glory. It's about grace. It's not about glory. It's, it's about, about grace. Oh. It's not a sport. It's a discipline. Everybody who goes there, of course, it's the ego. Yeah. You want to be the best. You want to go in committee that is fighting. Yeah. You want to thrash somebody. You want to show how good you are. You want to, you know, getting belts and belts, that means that you're, you're performing. Yeah. But it, I'd reach a point where I realized that, no, no, I'm not looking for glory. I'm looking for fitness and I'm looking for discipline. It is mine. It's me. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm doing it for me. Not because I want everybody, oh, somebody, because you have a black belt, oh, bravo, You're you glorious. have a black belt, second dime, done, oh, no, no, I didn't want to, I wanted to close it off, but unfortunately, unfortunately, um, my sensei came from Japan, he said, Abdul, I have registered you in Osaka, at International Karate Organization, and I want you, you must do a black belt, you must qualify for a black belt, because it's too long, eight years, no. The discipline does not allow yeah. I could not argue with him because the discipline said that we did not argue. Okay? So we have certain things in karate. Say, keywords or passwords. Yeah. One of the main keywords is osu. O-S-U. Osu means total submission and surrender. Brotherhood. Yeah. I have made friends in karate that are almost long-lasting. The brotherhood that we've built yeah. Some of them short time, some of them quite a long time we've been with them. And many students, it's, it's not about pain. Many students, it's about discipline. It's about, uh, how would you put it? Um, uh, they, they call it, uh, we call it uh, like endurance. Yeah. Okay. Perseverance. Your right? ability to yes. continue. Perseverance. Yeah. Because it merges so much into my anchor beliefs. What is patience? In Islam, we call it sabr. What is sabr? Sabr is not waiting. It's bitterness. No, rather, suffering without bitterness. Suffering without bitterness. That's... One way or the other, all of us suffer. We struggle life. Yeah. But no bitterness. That's part of life. So you go in karate, you go in a kumite and you fight. You are thrashed or you thrash somebody. You come out with injuries, broken limbs broken fingers, bruises, okay? But every day you get an injury and a bruise, you, you grow, yeah. you, you matriculate, you become better. And after that, that after that uh, thrashing, you're supposed to come out and shake the hand of this Absolutely, person. you bow to your, to, 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 your, to, to, to your partner. And that's bowing, looking him in the eye. That's such a discipline. When you avoid the eye, meaning you are creating an enmity. You look him in the eye. You don't bow with your head down, you bow with your head low, but your eyes facing your opponent. And it's not about a war, it's a brotherhood. Of course, there are some straight, yeah. straight souls who want to show off, who wants to do Bruce Lee, I don't know, Jackie Chan thing. Those ones you tolerate. Obviously, most of the times when we are coming into the martial arts space as young people, and if you're not really anchored, as you say, 
you want to come in to learn how to fight to learn to be the best how to be violent how to be how to be violent and be and come out on top after the violence yes so from what you have just shared i feel like there's more to martial arts than just the fight absolutely i just want to take you back to bruce lee go and open any youtube channel and listen to bruce lee's quotes above anything else bruce lee was a spiritual person there are a lot of quotes of his that are inspirational yeah okay inspirational you cannot believe yeah. you could imagine that bruce lee was just a film actor no he was a very inspirational philosopher the lot of quotes that he read a lot eh? yeah he did he, he read we read a lot and he comes from a confucius background confucian background where they are rooted they have got an anchor so his karate is, is a glorious act because it's like an extension of his belief yeah an extension of his discipline okay now you see something i wanted also to expound to you is that in the discipline mm. respect and reverence to your elders to the ones above you compassion and pity to the ones below you, the ones below you. so if this is a new guy and he just wants to show off his his, 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 his jackie chan stuff you should be able to know that you, you you just block him make sure you don't hit back at him even if he's hurt you because he doesn't know he's still young until he comes of age because along the way you also get punches from somebody equal to your elders reverence whether they are right or wrong you have to politely also then take someone on the side there he's your sensei or say you know sensei this is not good this is wrong i think this is not right because one time i had a situation with my sensei yeah now whenever he wanted to demonstrate he would call you no he would call his son two very young boys and he wanted because it's japanese culture yeah they 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 don't flinch on pain that's their that's their masculinity yeah. they don't show pain so the boy will just be able to withstand the kicks then i went after the class and told him say no it's not fair do you know that's going to bring you problems at home you know you 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 you, you fracture this boy's bone you know what you're going to do to the mother she's not a karate taker but she has a formidable strength on you yeah just because <laughs> he did not he did not click it at the time yeah so he thought he was hardening his boy you get me but now that's my sensei who did something that probably would have brought in problems but i took him on the side and said say no and of course there are other things like uh, indemnity yeah because someone could have had a bypass and he comes to the gym for fitness yeah okay because it's romantic it is shaded with martial arts and all that stuff and uh, in the process of, of, of a hustle and you, you you learn a punch or something and the guy just goes dead yeah so i said sensei you know wait, let's have an indemnity arrangement create an indemnity form talk to a lawyer so that we absolve ourselves because one time we had a problem with kcc Mm. They came there and said, "You know, you people are training here, so you have to pay KCC fees." Said, no, no, no. This is Japanese cultural entity, it's linked to the Japanese government and by extension, Japanese embassy. Yeah. You know, so he has almost like immunity from yeah. from from prosecution. You come here at your own at your own risk. Yeah. But again, even if it, you come at your own risk, you have to sign something that you can present it and say, "No, look here, I didn't find myself." The person came in. At their will. At their will. Uh, 
you know you talked about a few terminologies that i would love for you to break down please you talked about a sensei you talked about a brown belt a black belt just give us how the hierarchy they run out they run down right yeah your sensei is supposed to be like your master right let's say like your headmaster yeah a senpai is a senior student a teacher i'm at the same pie level we okay. are two senpais okay. who are at brown level black belt level now now the levels begin from white okay to orange okay to yellow that's like p1 p2 p3 okay mm. from yellow you go to blue oh. from blue you go to uh green okay from green you go to brown oh from brown you go to black now black has nine cues traditionally ordinarily we are supposed to be having a ranking every six months okay right yeah so every six months you can qualify practically that's what they do in japan and that's what they do in other karate gyms called jojos yeah but because here most of the people who are coming into karate are like doing a hobby yeah people come after work they don't have the time people they are trained from they leave eight hours. The yeah they leave the whole yeah. thing yeah. so for them every six months they 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 do ranking so here we do ranking probably every two years once right every one year we can do once mm. you know because of 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 the, of, of the sequence of our training yeah right but at least at least you 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 have to grade to be able to move to matriculate to higher class what does it do to you it builds confidence in you first and foremost i will not fight mm. if i have to fight there are two things that will happen i kill you and i go to zero so we don't involve ourselves in bad roads eh? i see this uh, sorry excuse my word kumanyoko kind of <laughs> we don't do those yeah because if you if Just you insulted. because we are trained to kill we know your body we know our body we are trained in the body we know all the vital spots of the body so i because i mean for 22 years i've been strengthening my fist my fist is now probably 18 kilos if i give you this fist on the solar plexus you're done or even the temple you're done but it creates because people who fight are people who are cowards true who do not trust themselves who don't have confidence in themselves it's just the adrenaline that's pumping you so from the anchor to the discipline to the now self confidence self confidence self control you get me yeah. i have learned many things that i can be able to pass to 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 to, to persevere even my level of temper from this small small inconvenience of life yeah has changed in life i'm much cooler at home even at home in my domestic in situations i'm not at rush to well, you just look at the guy yes he's lower than you compassion probably he does not understand it the way i understand it let me let me let me try and bring him there the, the discipline comes in unfortunately well you know as they say if moses was a prophet then his son would not have been a prophet my children have not they 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 are not inspired by karate they are football fans blah 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 i think everyone will eventually okay not everyone most of the people tend to find these different things that anchor them i'll give an example from the things that you have talked about the self confidence the discipline and the anchor i would bring in someone like cristiano mm, football has taught him those same things mm. in in his own realm and the anchor being religion he's also a, a 
a very good Catholic. Yeah. So we, we look at uh, a sport like martial arts, where most of us, most of the mainstream people will expect it to be fighting, fighting and acting, rough, rough. And you're presenting this whole new perspective to me. Now, what I want or what I would wish for you to relate it to is how does it play out in real life? How, how does it extend into your beyond the dojo, beyond the black belt that you're at right now? Okay. Does it really extend to fields like business? Does it extend to fields like how you handle your family? And can you point out some of those? Okay. Thank you. Um, let me just first clarify something. What it involved? Yeah. It's quite cheap. People imagine going to karate probably a big paying a million to be in, in, in the dojo. No. Yeah. We have three classes a week, five to six, five to six thirty. That's about one and a half hours. For thirty thousand k per month. Okay. Wow, thirty thousand k per month. Per month. The only problem is is your determination, your stamina to drive through the jam and come to Masana at the dojo. That journey is much 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 tougher than. The thirty thousand. The, the karate you're doing because you see there's a there's always a, 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 a problem of you justifying or feeling pity for yourself and creating a justification. Ah, but the jam is too much now. Taking a bike. Oh, come on, come on. No, no, I'll do it next time. But I take a bike every day, to and fro, okay? Because I don't like driving that end because I don't want to get, spend two hours in the jam. I need to go there for karate. And you need to be there on time. Discipline is very important because if you come late. You, and the senpai or the sensei is on the class podium. It's very well built, huh? Yeah. It's the professional dojo. 50 press-ups. And I mean 50 press-ups, huh? <laughs> A real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On your fist, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do press-ups. These are for juniors, huh? These are for novices. Yeah. So how has it helped me in my life? You see, have you ever read or come across a book called Sansu's Sansu's Art of War. Yeah. Well, there's a version of Sansu's Art of War for business people. Have you ever come across that? I have not. I, I should look for that. I have a, I think I have a copy of my library. You know, you they have interpreted, they have interfaced because life is a war. Yeah. Minus violence. Some violence. Some violence without violence. Yeah. You know, every struggle, love, is a war. Everybody wants to win, everybody wants to get a piece. So these strategies come in play. So wow. if 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 I don't, I struggle, and I put a lot of input and effort yeah. in an activity, having done my cultivation, me at a personal level, and I hit short by 70%, it would not bother me. I will not get a heart attack. I will not go into a depression. Because I cannot lose what I did not have anyway. Yeah. It wasn't mine in the first instance. Because of that routine. Because of that anchoring. You, yours is yours. You can never lose what is yours. It will never go anywhere. Because we believe in a divine force that still comes back to the anchor. Just takes charge of you. Yeah. But the attributes of that anchor is what karate has taught me so well. That if I cannot lose what I never got anyway. I have done some very good business. Mm -hmm. Let me put it this way. There was a business I was doing. And in my calculation, 
after three years, I was supposed to meet about 200 and from about 700,000 US dollars actually. Down the line, things changed. Yeah. Because I'm working with other people yeah. who are supposed to be paying me, I'm delivering. Say, so you know what? We're going to give you 400,000. Okay. But, but, mm. the landmines in the contract, which I had not foreseen. When you follow the landmines, which are milestones, yeah. I realize I'm getting about 228. From 700. Yeah. Now, out of this 228, 190 goes into business costs. I remain with 28. Wow. I remove taxes. What happens? You remain with nine. Nine. Yeah. For three years. Now, if my mindset was unanchored, unrooted, yeah. indisciplined, I'll just go into a depression. I'll go into a stroke. I'll get a depression. I'll lose it. Because you're seeing it all going. Yeah. You worked hard for it. But, you see, my karate tells me, okay, yeah. that it's not over until it's over. There's always the next chance. There's always the next When ranking. I was doing my belt ranking, that's in September, I think, or August this year. Yeah. Oh, this year? Yeah, for the black, the black belt. Black belt yeah. Normally, for the black belt, you have to do a what is called a 10 man committee, a 10 man fight for three minutes. Either lose or draw. Now, you don't choose who you're going to battle with. Eh? Mm. I'm 68, yeah, 68 kilos. The seventh person was a 90 plus kilo guy. He gave me a kick on the thigh, I knew my thigh and wow. I just fell down. I just fell down. I just couldn't stand. Yeah. But since he said, no, no, no. We still have to finish. This is the seventh month. I have to stand, but with conditions. No kicks, no this, no that. Yeah. I still went on punches. And you are... You punch from the thorax, yeah. from the neck down. Down, no groin, mm -hmm. no head, because you get a disqualification. Yeah. I managed to overcome that person and I finished up to the 10th person and the 10th person was sensing himself and I got my belt. Wow. I would have given up there and then because of the heart I had because I had to go for an x-ray through my thigh I had been shattered. Yeah. I just fell down you know you, your muscle just spasms and stops working. Yeah and when the body gives up. I just collapsed down. Yeah. Okay. So I thought now I'm going to hospital but then again of course I managed to stand up and, and even with the protective gear that guy was 90 kgs. His kick was, and he was a young, lower belt. Yeah. But that determination to wake up, rise up, and stamina to continue, this acts, impacts so much also in life. You could do 10 business deals. Nine. Don't go out. Or oh, nine and a half. The half that goes out would wash away your tears. Will be worth it. So that's it's, anchoring. It's not over until it's over. Until it's over. I see. Right? See what you mean. You see, I had a friend. We were friends through a business. Side. We were, we, some entity owed us money. Yeah. And we'd always go chasing for that money. I had about 28 million there that I was for chasing. He was chasing about 300 million. I never got the 28 million. I gave up. Yeah. He chased for the 300 and ended up getting 3 billion with interest blah 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 yeah 
Choi called me and told me, no one has. I'm going to have fun. He took me for lunch, had a good lunch. Yeah. He said, you escort me. Went to Spear Motors here. He ordered for a brand new G-Class, G500. That time G55 had not yet come, G500. Yeah. It was about 380 million or something like that. So he got it. Now, you know, this is where in Bogolobi here, mm -hmm. you know, Wankoko. Yeah. Then next week, there's that pathway that where you have electric. UETCL has got poles, a pole yard, and uh, yeah, the transformers. That yeah. road. Yeah. Kingsway here. You know, that road at the end of the junction? Yeah. As he was crossing the junction at uh, around three o'clock, he was coming from Governor. Yeah. My tattoo was coming from Nakawa. The G-Class. In the G-Class. The G-Class is a survival car. Survivable car. It's costly yeah. because you survive. Because you survive. You're not meant to die and die in it. I think one of the biggest brands around survival is Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes, Volvo, BMW. BMW. Those are. So what happened is that this guy now went into an orthopedic situation. Almost every bone, including his spine, was broken. He was in Mulago. Some NGO helped him and made him a special, uh, what do you call it? It's like like a cast, but made out of leather. Yeah. This leather, the type you see on, on saddles. His best day would be the day you would go to see him because they had put him on a small cart, like 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 a wheelbarrow. Yeah. And push him and put him on the, on the sun. On the sun. It cannot access the sun. Something that you take granted for granted. Okay. Now this friend of mine was coming from Rakai. Everything fell apart. Now he was not signing the paychecks anymore. The kids just went wayward. The woman just said, "Oh no, no, this guy is useless now." And, you know that kind of thing. People were beginning for fighting for property here and there. So he went back to the village to his mother. Okay. She couldn't be able to look after him. This is a poor old woman in the village. She could not even read the signs. The guy was just getting obese and bigger because he's not exercising. So only to learn one time he got a stroke. That's another level of pain. After six months he got another stroke and that took him. Now why am I bringing that story? That discipline element. Yeah. He was wishing. He was dying for the three billion. Yeah. But that was the death. He got it and didn't, he didn't even fun for, have fun for six months. What was the point? What was the point? He lived fast and he died young. Is it what you youth want to do now? That's exactly what most of us face. You just move from here, you go in vaults here and you spend the whole night there. You don't know who's lacing your drinks with what they're lacing your drinks. The next thing you know is you're hooked on two hard drugs and the next thing you know your life goes down, downhill. Quite unfortunate. But how does this country now move? Because this is the next gen this is the generation that we are relying on. We our time is over. Yeah. If you are not inspired, what is keeping us even alive and being? You see, you've been to my home. Yeah. yeah. You see the properties I have. You yeah. see the cars. I never drive that BMX five. It's my kids who drive it. I never drive it. Tell them drive it. It's not your pay grade, but be careful with it, right? Yeah. Never drive any car. I've got a bike here that I bought and it's an Yamaha and I've got my staff here, two of them in my office and in my house and they drive me whenever I'm trying. Hey, please, careful, I'm an old man with my helmet. I've done that. I've been there, I've done that. 
I, I don't want to be impressed by expressions, external expressions. Because that's living a fake life. And this is the biggest problem we have in this generation because they're inspired by mass media that the West that has, creates. Okay? That is existential. Yeah, that is existential. I, I love I love how you you've broken down the conversation. It comes back to everything we have talked about. That the the existing in the moment of the G class was nice because of everything around it. Yeah. But the fact that it was not anchored to who the person was. Sure. It was not It was ephemeral, yes. you call it ephemeral. Just the pikes passing like 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 passing guts or wind. What was it worth for? I mean, for God's sake. Yeah. You live hundred years at most here. Do you know how many years people live in the grave? People have been in the graves? Millions. Millions. Nobody, nobody has ever called I'm you from the game and said it's a bathroom. I never you. thought about it. Think about it very seriously. <laughs> most you cannot even live over 220 years. Even if you live 100 years, you are just a cabbage, useless. But how many years do people sleep on one side, facing just one direction? No motion, no nothing. No, no sun, no nothing. Nothing. Of course, the soul is, your soul is the immutable. You, you cannot destroy the soul. Yeah. It's a life form. We don't know where it comes from. Yeah. That's why you have, we believe in that anchor. It did not, it did not bring, just bring itself into being. Nah. What are the chances in that 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 BMW see there in a trillion will just make itself and come out there? Someone has to make it. Someone has to plan it. Yeah. If you don't believe in that, then, then you're not even worth living. You are just an animal existing. Give it, give or take the skepticism people have because we don't see God. We don't see any creature, any external force. We don't care. Nah. Please, sorry. Let's have a dialogue someday. What is called a dialectical dialogue? Yeah. Now, you, you've. Uh, I think that the way we related the martial arts to business yep. is very, very profound and very good. Now, I want to bring you to a point where you are sixty. Yes. Yeah. Coming to sixty. Coming, 60. coming to sixty. Yeah. We know a sixty-year-old. Mm. How do you end up being the sixty-year-old who can ride a bike? Who can who is so what health what priority do you allocate to your health because most of the 60 year olds i know don't look like you i know and you also know i'm very sure can i tell you a secret yeah. i'm a smoker okay still still and i always relate to you it comes to self-discipline yeah. everything Everything in your life, everything, and I mean everything, should have one principle the middle way. The middle way. The middle way. I'm repeating, I'm repeating three times. What way. is the middle way? Yeah. Modesty in everything you do. Do not go any excess, whether left or right. Do not underindulge and do not overindulge. Take what is necessary. Be it in business, be it in love, be it in life, be it in a fight, be it in a war, be it in anger, be it in happiness, be it in any situation. You have to have a principle of moderation. Middle then you way. live long. The middle way. Okay? The middle way. Do unto others what you want to be done by. If you follow the middle way, you live a long life. 
Because I'm not being bothered. If I'm, I'm grieving, I'll grieve enough. If I'm happy, I'm excited. I'll be excited enough. If that BMW burns tomorrow, I'm not bothered. Because I've gone, I've done it. I've done it. It's done. Period. It's, my life is not hinged on it. It is not. Okay? Someone having a new, the, the other car coming, and yeah. I don't know what happens. If it falls, it just crashes in the, in the way. Do I have to also Your get a poison pill and take it? Life does not end. Because I've got new cars at very expensive price and I've sold them at giveaway prices. One time I bought a hammer because it was an iconic NH3. Brand new, $79,000. <laughs> Yes. How much I sold it? Twenty thousand. After two years, because it's an icon, icon. It has no resale value. So what do I do with it? Oh, wow. I had a house in Fortopia, which is my townhouse, country house. I said, why? Why don't I put money in the house? It's better because I'd be able to have shelter. And there's if every time you stay with the car, it, you lose. You lose some value. Yeah. <laughs> After two years, you lose fifty percent. But I bought it because the money was there, because I felt like I had gone a little bit into excess. But I regretted it later. Because that's 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 the process of going. Because there was nobody to tell. Now there's somebody to tell you to inspire. Look here, avoid excesses, both down or up. That's why you see the Chinese are very very wealthy. Very wealthy people. You get me? I get you. Why are they wealthy? They they, they have that belief. In Actually, them. the Oriental culture. Yeah. Once upon a time, it was the Japanese. Simply because of moderation. Mm. Japanese don't live like you and me. Or Chinese don't live like you and They don't. Okay. They don't live for ostentation. Shows. You know, I'm going to buy a sugar boss shirt because the sugar boss, then I spend $900. Excuse me. We could have done something. We could have saved that $900. In your business, it could have been. A personal testimony up. that I share about Chinese is I had more clothes than my Chinese boss. Sure. I'm I had more pairs of shoes than my Chinese boss. I'm not boss. surprised. I had, I had all these nice things around me. And he was the one who was paying me. You see, in the Chinese world, I've worked with them for a long time also. Back in the early 90s. In the Chinese world, a director or a manager, yeah. okay, is a duty. It is not a privilege. It's not a privilege. If you've got a gang working on the road, a managing director is also there pounding stones exactly along with, with, with the lowest worker yeah yeah now you go to western civilization this is a guy you you take about three th three three stairs or three levels to be able to get to him this secretary then the idc i don't know why they come i don't know the personal secretary by the time you reach him how how do they how do you save how decisions made how does the business move in that way because they're easier to approach they have got a modest approach and every time they accumulate and save, you find Chinese have been with, I know a lot of Chinese millionaires, actually billionaires. Yeah. Very simple people. Very simple. They live in the same apartments, you know, they live in the same, they just go to work, he's a boss at work, yes, but he lives in the same working space like his staff. When you speak about that, we, where I used to work, it was a big house, okay. a flat house, and the living room was the office. Okay. There was an office for the director as the first room out of the living room and then another one for the person who coordinates everything the operation so there were two offices okay upstairs is living space okay so what amazed me is i spent money on transport every day to get to office okay i would reach there and he would tell me i'll be down in 10 minutes 
And in those 10 minutes, he would prepare and put on the same shirt he put on yesterday. Yeah. I reevaluated how we do business. I reevaluated a lot of things to the extent that if a person who is working from where they are living and they are living with all the employees except me who was the translator, mm. they can't fail to be efficient. No, they, they are absolutely, they are super efficient. I'm not surprised that China is where it is now. It's not a surprise at all. Mm. Forget about the whining the Western world, but you know, all civilizations have got a cycle. They, 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 we cannot avoid that. There was a Pax Romana, there's a Pax Britannica, there's a Pax Napolitica, yeah. you know, until we come now to probably it's Pax Cine. Yeah. Because of the disciplines. Because if you look at America back in the day, they were very disciplined. Very disciplined and very efficient and they were rooted. Yeah. The moment they threw out the roots because of affluency, because of affluency, because the third generation usually blasted, blasted that way. The first generation makes it, the second generation maintains, the third generation blows it away. That's how all civilizations go, including the Chinese one. Yeah. Of course, as affluence will keep on building, and if they abandon their core, their core is Confucianism. Confucianism is a moderation philosophy. Yeah. Like Buddhism is a moderating philosophy. Like even Hinduism is a moderating philosophy. Like Islam or like even the Abrahamic faith. Yeah. Christianity. Judaism, Islam, are all moderating religions. Was African tradition moderating? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we, 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 we are people born to be giving. Born to be giving. You have come to my place now. Yeah. I have ordered. I mean, prepared. Yeah. Well, if you go to white man's place in the Western world, you wouldn't care. You have to have this, this, this podcast that say, hi, hi, and you go out. Yeah. But I have to share it with you. Because it's, it's fundamental to who we are. It's just that because we have embraced the worst part of Western culture and ignored our culture, throwing it away, we're paying the price now. See, we've taken that egalitarianism of the Western world. Yeah. Me, myself, and I. But Africans normally are not like that. You go to a village setting, where you grew up, if you grew up in the village, your neighbor is your uncle. Exactly. Whether it's blood related to my father or he's mother, no, he's your uncle. He finds you doing some pranks in the streets there on the mango tree, he gives you slaps. You go and report at home. You also receive more slaps. We, we used to have um, a child is raised by the village. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The child belongs to the whole village. Me, I actually used to feel uncomfortable to some extent that everywhere you go, someone knows you. Of course. They know who you are, they know your parents, they know your mom, they know your dad, they know your grandfather, and yeah, your of course, grandfather. Of course. Back when I was young, we used to have a swamp back in Fort Pocket. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of a proto swimming pool. <laughs> and a lot of poisonous snakes. And, yeah, you know, yeah. a swamp is a swamp. Yeah, a young children, you know, you could even, then it was, actually it was flowing, flowing water. Flowing water yeah. That river Mpanga. Yeah. So it was prohibited. To go there. To go there. Mm. But we'll sneak and go there. Obviously, as kids. So, and, uh, <laughs> and it's cold, man. Eh? Yeah. You, you know, after, after swimming, we, we, we collect reeds and bask. Yeah, yeah, we swing naked, man. It's cold, you're shivering. Yeah. So one time an old gentleman who is a contemporary of my father yeah. was passing, coming from one end of town to the other, and there was a shortcut there. So he passes. He didn't say anything. He did not mention nothing. Mm. And we just looked at him. He did not even greet us. He just passed like he was passing. He took the report direct to the old man. We that evening, the old man called us. He <laughs> <laughs> some goodies had come. <laughs> All of you lie down here. We got some good thrashing. 
to do sharp sharp kung fu type yeah that one taught us and actually it made us revive that old man it made us what revive that old man now come to this generation there was a friend of mine who is a wealthy guy in Fortuna yeah he had uh, engaged another friend to come and work for him he had yeah. opened a branch in Kasese so this friend of mine who had been engaged went to him at home so he found this guy on shisha mm-hmm. you know shisha yeah, i know shisha okay he had his five year daughter was also that same shisha so he smoke is the guy smokes so this friend of mine who was engaged said no no it's very weird what are you doing he said you just shut up Otherwise, this girl is going to hate you. Otherwise, this girl is going to hate you. Can you imagine a parent, a parent saying that this is the generation now we are going to? Is worried. Of what consequence is it that my your child would hate me? Your child does not make decisions in your business. You are the one who employs me. Let your child remain over shisha. But he had the audacity to be able to stupidly express himself on side. This is the level of parenting now we have here in this generation. And these are the people who are seen sleeping out there. Yeah. You know? The other day my friend was telling me, you know, I sorry, excuse my language. I was fondling a girl and she did not have a nika in the disco. In the disco. Trans night. Your father and mother were selling charcoal and, and tomatoes and onions in the village to take you to school. You don't know how they are doing, what they are doing. So this this is what we are facing now this is the biggest threat we are facing in this generation lack of anchoring and routine and we feel that because we've gone to school it doesn't matter we don't need it yeah. you will need it otherwise people who are ahead of you have gone ahead of you they are better than you because they are anchored okay they are anchored in the abrahamic faiths now let me give you an example in the middle east yeah There are very few pockets remaining of traditional societies that are anchored. Most of them are urbanized metropolitan societies. Of course, when you go urban and metropolitan, you have to follow the systems and linkages that exist in the Western world. So they have imported them wholesale. <laughs> okay? I like that you say they have imported them wholesale. Yes. Not even in Now, compared to countries in Europe, yeah. where Western culture has been very predominant for a long time it has got a lot of um, residual effect say for example in Italy yeah Italy up to today remains a strongly catholic society yeah right and therefore they are anchored they have do's and don'ts actually Italy is one of those areas that was hit very hard by covid yeah you know why one of the reasons because Italians still live in, in in family setting the grandfather here the grandmother here the brother and then they also kiss they still kiss physically yeah. there's that human touch all right but of course we uh, the lesser beings here when we get these things and we put them wholesale and then now human contact is dead people have to hit the shoulders i don't know arms and all that yeah. stuff you know it has become a trend even if now covid is no longer a threat when we import these things wholesale it has a fundamental impact on us 
So even as Africans, we have to know what to take and what not to take. I think when you speak about Italy, there's a story that comes to me when uh, I think it was an example given on a certain podcast where the guy said, in Romania, when ladies are coming from the club, they can just walk on the street. No one will harm them, nothing yes, will come to them. And the question was, why? Because this person was a foreigner, the narrator of the story was a foreigner in this in Romania mm. and he says the only reason why Romanian girls in the middle of the night are able to walk by safe and they are safe is because in Romania a lady is a lady. Oh yeah. Everyone respects a lady. Oh yeah. I don't think we still have that. And that's a, a fundamentally Catholic society. Exactly. It is following those rules that are anchored somewhere. Okay, so it's not asking so much. Yeah, it's asking our new generations that have forgotten themselves. Please endeavor, whichever your religion, whichever your God. Anchor to it. We see in 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 in, in karate we have a dojo kuno, which is called dojo. O. And I think the eighth or ninth quote, quote is talking about we will follow our God. Mm. Shinto's uh, Japanese follow different God. Yeah, I follow, but he says our God, not the Shinto God, your God, whichever you follow. Eh? and never forget the true virtue of humility. So whatever background you come from, be a good Christian. Yeah. Be a good Buddhist. Yeah. Be a good Hindu. Be a good Muslim. Inspire people. Show people that you're better. Yeah. Okay? Once we begin that, then we will have created that anchor in ourselves. Now next is following the what? The attributes. But then go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Okay, spend one hour in mass and come back. Or have reserved Sunday for the rest of the day. I'm not going to go out to partying and blasting on Sunday. But honestly, you leave Saturday, you've not slept. Yeah. You go home. You can't go to church. You take coffee. You rest for an hour. Sunday, you go to just treat the hangover in a club till three o'clock at night. Excuse me, what kind of animal are you? What do you expect the country to have? What generation I bring? Because it will come to you. I've got three biological children. And it's coming. You'll have children also. Yeah. So, they'll be very uncontrollable. You get me? So, I've always told my children that the biggest legacy I've left them is not land, apartments, cash in the bank, bullion. No. They don't own nothing. The two things that I'll give them as my heritage. And I'm giving you this statement today to reconsider it. Think about it. Yeah. The only two items you'll bequeath your children or your grandchildren. First is a moral upbringing. Second is a skill. I'm doing everything I can in my life to make sure I give them this tool. Moral upbringing and skill. And a skill. So if you have a skill set, even if you're a chef or a mechanic, but you were brought up well, you'll be an honest chef and mechanic. You will not be a dishonest chef and a mechanic. Yeah. You could be a professor, very qualified, MIT, but rotten at the core. Liar. No anger. Cheat. No discipline. Yeah. So this is the only heritage that we should look at bequeathing our children. We are building castles, we are building empires, it's nothing. They'll come and blow it ever. Because they're just like animals. 
It's like getting a donkey and making it carry books. Does that make it educated? Does that make a donkey educated? Carrying books, John ton of books in the back. So we're treating, training them, or coaching them to be just animals. Mexican. Decorated animals. Yes, got a good degree, he's got a PhD, he's got a master's from I don't know, BIT, MIT, I don't know, from London School of Tropical Medicine, or from London School of Economics, blah, blah, blah. But it comes here, he's just living and pissing there. I think everyday stories like those are now common, where it's, children, it's a trend. You know, children are going, they acquire all these... It's a trend, and we have got to put a stop to a trend. Because I remember, I had a very good friend of mine, actually, still a very good friend of mine. It's called Sim Katene, the Katene Saint Pebois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Law firm. So lawyer also, and a good friend, very close friend. So he took his child, I think, to South Africa, or first to Turi, then South Africa, study, then he brought the child back here. I said, but why? I thought you were taking your child to England. I said, no, no, me I studied in England. I want my child to come back here, to be rooted here. So if you take your child to Kisubi here, and he's been to South Africa, it takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Because you, you ordinarily we're supposed to be looking at upward mobility. He's looking at down. Wow. That's Reality is on the ground, rooting yourself on the ground. Rooting yourself on the ground. Where your umbilical cord is, you root yourself. So, I, I mean, I, it took me time to be able to discern what is this guy aiming at. So I asked him, why are you doing He explained to me, said, look here, I've taken him up there. I've taken him up. I've exposed him to the world. Now I want him to learn now, to be here, to learn who we are, where do we come from, where do we, what do we belong, what do we have, who are we? Such that you can bring the world here. Because you're going to interact, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the Irish people moved in the, the US, right? and the, the rest of the world. Yeah. See, because they took those skills there. The skills they earned from home. Same with Chinese. Usually they would give paid scholarships, but the moment school is done like this, Back home. You're on a plane. Back home, absolutely. And these are people who are rooted for God's sake. My uncle is doing that right now. Hmm? It's, it's, I've seen, I have two friends. I studied with them in high school. They went back to Rwanda and they have since been given scholarships in the US. Every time the semester closes like this, you're back at home. You don't have money other than ticket, yeah. even for one day. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how you build your society. Bring the skills that are required. Don't bring the cultures that are undesired. It's as simple. Bring the skills that are required. Leave all the cultures that are undesired. You don't bring the skills and the culture. Because the, much of that culture is not desired. It does yeah. not work for, 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 for setup. It's actually a destructive culture. Yeah. So, and I've seen a lot of my friends and their kids who have gone out there. They've seen their kids, they've been making money here, they send their kids just to keep them out of trouble studying in the UK, blah, 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 blah. Because I remember a certain old civil servant had his kids studying in the UK. And the boy came back, he didn't want to stay here. So he exchanged a house among the properties the father had built. Some on, 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 on Nalia, yeah. Northern Bypass. A 480 million shillings house for that type of BMW. You see that expand? <laughs> That's a it was a blue one because he wanted to have fun with his friends, with the girlfriends, and then go back. He's not interested in staying here. He, he goes back to slavery now. Having pizzas and washing linen and uh, making beds. Yeah. So what was, what, what did, these are the other two things I told you about, the ones that are lacking. He gave him a skill 
but never gave me moral opinions. So this guy is just useless. Yeah. Now, we have a problem here. And it's a problem of commercializing education. Back yeah. in the day when I was going to school, I never attended the kindergarten. Never in my life. It was for... For, 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 for the, the previous... When to do. <laughs> but I got out with a top degree, an honors degree. Right? Yeah. Now, this phenomenon has come, and it's a serious phenomenon now. Unless we really think about homeschooling for our children, because the first school in the formative years, from one to five or one to seven, is the home environment. Now you take a two-year child or three-year child to a kindergarten. They're not interested in money. They're not interested in culture or anything. Yeah. You get me? They just bring up a child. What do you want to be? Just that. The child becomes insensitive. Don't care. Then from there, you don't have time. You send the child to primary boarding school. You've traumatized the child further. We don't want to take responsibility. Our parents took responsibility. They did. You move from here, you go, you're studying in Makere College, you go back home, you go to wash your clothing, you go to slash the compound, you go to do these chores that make you a human being. And the truth is, uh, my parents took me through all these things. And in real time, I would feel annoyed. But yeah. when I hear those words from you right now, I reflect on the time I slashed time I washed my there's no one who used to wash my clothes I know and vis-a-vis -vis the life I wanted because I was I used to talk to my friends mm. they're like ah oh, man me I just dropped the clothes there I, I oh, yeah. don't do anything I'm oh, always yeah. watching TV oh, PS yeah. what yeah. and I look at those same people now they might have businesses they might be doing careers they might look good but at the core they are not what I would want to be the staying power is not there the stamina is not there yeah. because you'll give up very fast. First of all, you are self-conceited because me, I cannot go that long. You see, my boys, they've been in Dubai for four years. Yeah. They got their degrees here. I'm still skilling them. But when they come here, hey boys, sometimes on a Sunday, they, they, their house help is tired. Wash those. Yeah. They have no qualms with that. They wash their own clothing. Because after this, Nothing will be new to you or strange to you. Nothing you, anything life throws at you, you'll be able to handle. Okay? Everything life throws at you, you'll be able to handle. Because you have practiced humility. You have subdued the ego. Now, the ego is the man's biggest enemy. Yeah. Now, that's what I was telling you about that routine. That anchoring subsumes your ego to a higher power. Belief that I am, so I be. Yeah. That's yeah. why you see that many people, many of the youth in the Western world are self in a self-destruct mode. Things do not go according to my plan, according to the way if you see it. I just get a gun or put a rope and kill myself. Okay? We are not used to believing that there is a higher power. No, then it's me and because I am, then I, I be. You just don't some, tell someone, look here, beyond your interests are. Huh? Life has got up and down. Okay? Now I was reading something, I was just looking at something interesting recently. They have someone, you know these visual games? Yeah. It's the metaverse. This, the VCR games. Yeah, yeah. They've created a, a game that kills the owner. Did you hear of that? Kills their owner? Yes. It has got an explosive device. When you die in the game, it also kills you. Just how sick can we be? 
or sick can we be? Attempt, uh, suicide attempts are just like drinking water. Because we don't value life, because we're not anchored. We don't care. You'll burn yourself out, you'll drink even if you're going to drink. After two years, the body does not allow it. The body just breaks down. Yeah. Then what? You got nothing, you are despondent, you are broken down shell. That's why you see these people drinking themselves to death or just committing suicide. Yeah. It's very easy to, for you to lose it. But that anchoring, no, you know, that life does not belong to me. Whenever the ego tries to Whenever the ego tries to rise up, you subdue that ego. There is a higher force that owns me. Today you have presented with me or made me realize some of the things that I went through and I thought, oh, this person is not going through them. This person is not going oh, yeah. through them. Oh, yeah. Why me? Oh, yeah. I realized... In that moment, I thought I was disadvantaged. From the chat we have just had, I need to make a few calls and thank some people. Okay, just a second. You know, when my boys were in school, you know what? That dream you have when you're young. Yeah. The euphoria. Yeah. But if I come, would I get a job? How much would they pay me? $2,000? Excuse me. Just come. It takes time for you to get there. Be patient. So long as you have shield on your head. You don't buy food. You don't buy clothing. Yeah. You don't buy the air you breathe. Okay? Persevere. Because that in itself is high value. Wait until I pay you a million shillings and you pay for your food, you pay for your home, you pay for your transport. It's when you know the way. So be patient. In, in skill yourself. I have brought you well because of that discipline I have brought them under. They are ready and patient and willing to be patient. Otherwise, they would have just left home. Yeah. And go into their peers and become friends and become something else. So how do you inspire them if you have not put that anchor in them? And there's a higher power. Please bow to that higher power. Then know that it's not about me. So to the next generation of parents, at what level, how do we impart the anchor? How do we put it in? To be honest, from gestation. You know, science tells us when a woman is pregnant, yeah. her emotions affect her womb, affect her interest, affect her child. Okay? Yeah. If she's moody and complaining and nagging all the time, the, the child is affected somehow. So it begins from the time you conceive you are gestating a child. Okay? Guiding, guiding like an angel, you know, not being violent, not being over the top. But yeah. Tactfully, patience, patience, patience. It takes a lot of patience. Don't react, don't rush to violence, but guide. There's a point where the stick is needed, but that stick should be not fatal. We were given thrashes on the buttocks. Do not hit a child because you can afford to hit a child because he's small. Punch and blow and slap and in the face. No, even now, my religion doesn't even accept that. So when a child matriculates and begins to understand, sit the child down. Create friendship, love, compassion. The child will relate so much with the parent. Rather than keep on thrashing, the child will go. You lose the child because the chest is small, but when the chest becomes big, you, you, you have no power anymore. Yeah. See? 
So this, this, there's a training from one to seven years where formative mind is still making up impressions. Eh? You know, you, 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 it is carrot and stick. Then up from seven to fourteen, there you begin now trying to reason and argue and make them see sense because now they are they, they are discerning. And that's it. But for now we are too extreme. Either you papa your child a lot or you don't care. I know girls who, who, who take their kids, corporates who take their kids to a daycare, yeah? You know a daycare somewhere in, 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 in Kisasi Road there? The woman set up a daycare just for these corporate girls to bring their children, sorry, to bring their children on a Friday evening because they're going party and clubbing. And they pick them on Sunday or Monday morning a boarder comes and takes the kids to school. A kid of two years, three years, for God's sake, what kind of animal are you? Why did you even sire that child? What generation are you creating? What problems are you bringing for those of that are going ahead? Next time you say my child is not responding, it's punching me, it's violent to me. Yes, you put it upon yourself. Compassion. Compassion does not mean lethargy. Mm. Compassion is active. It's progressive even. Yes, all the time your hands are on your child. Carrot and stick. Where carrot is required, it should be carrot. Yeah. Where stick is required, it should be. It should be stick. Moderate stick. Like I told you, no thrashing because your anger. Do not project your anger on the child because the child is weak. No, no, no. Sleep, lay down. I'm hitting you for this and this. Pa, one, two, hit it. Like they, that's how they do the class. And we came out people who are disciplined and rooted. This is my, 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 especially now because wealth has increased exponentially from our times. Yeah. So you are, what you have at your, exp at your disposal is a lot. You want to pamper your child till kingdom come. You know, I've seen parents going, coming to clubs where they're going to drink on a Sunday and the kids are just playing around there where the parents are drinking. How to inspire your child? <laughs> then tomorrow complain my child is an alcoholic. Jeez. Jeez. Let's get real. Let's get serious. Let's look at the generation that's coming ahead because we are going to lose it. We don't have linkage, linkages that the Western civilization had. It took them generations to build those linkages. We don't have it now. We only have the bad part, the, big, the bigger head. The, the, the nastiest things that we, mass media is pushing on us. Yeah. It will make it very difficult for us to, to be untenable to manage this society. Well, so... As we look to close the podcast, I wanted to bring you a bit out of today's conversation. Okay. I wanted to... You've traveled a lot. Sure. We were having a conversation before and you've been to all these countries. Yeah. Where do you find that we have an upper hand as a country that we could leverage and maybe the next generation will be what others look up to? Let me put it this way. I have told you about moderation. Yeah. On Wednesday, I went for a funeral service of a very dear friend of mine. Yeah. And in the process of the speeches, I had something that was very profound. This gentleman was an hobby of mine, way back in the late 70s, early 70s, mid 70s up to the 80s. Yeah. He did not go as far as I went in 
sport. But because of the tumult of that time, politics, he went into the bush, he came back, and no, no, no. Then he became a senior, actually, chief of Av AVSEC, yeah. Aviation Security in Itebe. Oh, okay. Okay? His name was Jason Kalia. He passed away about, he got into his clock in September, then he was in TMR hospital in Alia, then he died, passed away just last week. Oh, uh, this week, sorry. Yeah. But I was moved by the speeches of Jason. I have known him all my life, the way I have known him, he's never changed. Yeah. People have accumulated, you know, that post is a very, very fat, lucrative post. Yeah. Because the temptation of many things going wrong and him getting money under the table went high. Yeah. But he died an honest and modest guy. So he is one of a kind, mm. right? Yeah. People will say, ah, you know, it's a problem with government. Problem is seven. The problem is that. The problem is that. No, the problem is the society. Let's look at it philosophically. We are sick. Okay. Yeah. Because we do not practice modesty. Because we are not anchored. Okay. Now, you have moved, I think, out of Kampala. Have you? Yes, I have. Uh, let me give an example. Where is your village? Bara. Okay, you've moved that road. Yeah. Around Kiabakuza, there, there is a market. Yeah. 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 Roadside market. Yeah. If you stop at the roadside market and you try to buy a tin of beans, fresh beans. Yeah. Or a, a tin of Irish. Irish. Yeah. Or even charcoal. Yeah. Do you observe one thing? That that container will always be bashed in. Yes. Well, how does that concern concern? How? It is you and me who are sick because why do you bash it in? Why don't you tell me I am selling you a full Debe, at this amount, 50,000, I'll forget it, oh no, 50,000, I cannot afford it, I'll take half of it. But everybody say, ah, now this corruption government, no, no, it is us who are sick. This society is sick because we are not anchored. There's something that happened to me when you talk about buying stuff. You know the nice cup, the one they use for measuring things? Oh, yeah. So what this person did is they got the small flask cover okay. and put it inside. Okay. So they would fill the cup, Okay. it would look full on top. Okay. When there's nothing at the okay. Bottom. Let me give you more examples, please. No, 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 let me cut you short. Yeah. You go, you go and one together. Where, where you find this? Uh, Mutembe is selling oranges. Uh, yeah. Mangoes. Eh? Lemon. Why do you go to a plantation to buy unripe le lemons or oranges? Then you hide the ripe ones on top, and then you put those ones down. You really go out. Which farmer allows would allow an unripe produce to be plucked and said, "Big kwata big kwata kochi." The first say the first thing. Now this problem is coming back to haunt us. You get me? Yeah. In my religion, we call it kumba minzani. It's a big curse. Everywhere, when they go to a builder, a mechanic, a technician, everybody. All the thieves are coming in this society because it is a society that we people have created. We have excelled ourselves at Kuba Minzana. You see this stuff that they sell on the streets, this Chinese stuff. You know, Chinese stuff is just rubbish. I've been to China more than eight times. Yeah. It is you, you, who go to China and say, look here, give me this and this and this and this specification so that I make easy money. I deceive people. The Chinese will make it for you. You don't bother. It doesn't matter, matter yeah. whether the cat is black or white, so long as it catches mice. It is begins with you. 
So this Kuba Mizan is here at every level of our society. So when God gives us the leaders we deserve. You cannot really blame the leader. No. Starts it is society. Yeah. So unless we begin decanting and re, 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 remodeling ourselves internally here. Nothing. That's why I'm taking you back to that anchoring and that rooting and the attributes and principles. I did not go to karate because I wanted to break people's bones. No. Because it gave me different set of attributes. For my anchoring, the discipline. Probably my religion has been so diluted also because it's also playing into the same into the same into the same space. Yeah. Of course you get also devils in religion. Yeah. Who are you using it for devilry? <laughs> yeah. So but when I joined karate it gave me focus on purpose. Where do I focus myself? What is it? What are the life skills that I need? What are the attributes that I need to be able to be a modest and wholesome human being? From from what we were discussing before the podcast, you asked me to play a video and I want to do it uh, before we end. Mm. From the video that you shared, it talks about learning that it will not go according to your way. Sure. But if it doesn't go according to your way, then that's the There's way. also something better. That was so powerful. That is hope. Yeah. That is hope. And that is hope. That hope comes out of the anchoring. That there's a being. Who is in control. Destiny, whether you like it or not. Like I gave an example. How many chances? What, what are the odds in the middle that that car will make itself and come here? <laughs> Someone has to make it. Yeah. Forget about the car. It's not even it has got about 3,000 3, 3, cars. You, the human being, you know how many, how, how complex you are? Your eyes, your auditory canal, your circulation, your the uh, brain are known as the elementary canal, your brain, your, your circulatory system, your endocrine system, your immune system. Come on, come on, you'll be just an animal that exists. You should be a human being that lives. Yeah, we have to have a conscience. Whether you believe it or not, whether you call it God, whether you call it uh, Brahma, whether you call it Shiva, whether you call it uh, Buddha, whether you call it uh, Jesus, there is a higher being. There is a higher purpose. There's a higher consciousness that has chartered the way forward for us. And the way forward for us has given us the milestones. That one of the milestones is moderation. Do anything in excess, you pay the price. Simple. Go and drink out your two, three beers and go home. After that, I uh, I think this is one of the most inspirational podcasts I have had. I picked a lot. And for anyone who is listening, I know they will listen at a later date. The most important thing I've picked from this discussion is the anchor and the middle. Make sure you're not over... That, that don't do anything in excess. Don't do anything in excess, whether over or under. I would love for you to wrap up. What would you want the your legacy to be? Being good. Being good. I remember you told me about that. I told you that. That's, that's, you you, that, you that's, told me everyone has something that they they believe emotional pitch. Emotional pitch. Or emotional pitch. We call it. What do we tell ourselves? Yes. What do we What do we vision envision ourselves being? Yeah. It's not being wealthy. It's not being great. It's not being strong. It's just being good. I exude it and expound it in every facet of my life. Not that it will be easy. 
Do you find people who take advantage of you? Do you find people who dice you? Do you find people who appreciate you? But it doesn't matter. That's the struggle. And that's the struggle. My discipline does not allow me to waver. You find a lot of cons, a lot of lies, but I do not waver from the path. I have chosen that path. That's my destiny. Period. And everything else comes to me. People do things from, to me that are phenomenal. Without asking. Be good. Be good. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, you're welcome. And uh, you, I think you're going to show the video, but you'll show it at your own time. Yeah, we we still have, I would say, usually the dream is to have these things live. Okay. Such that someone who can join in remotely on YouTube. Mm. Uh, the dream is later on we can have it in a place where people can interactive. even come and interactive. sit. Yeah. Interactive. Yeah, and see. Uh, but uh, with our small resources, we are trying to get great. there. Get there. Just like you tell you told us today, endurance, be able to stay anchored to the purpose. You get there. I wanted to go ahead and play this. I, I think we'll also share it in the link that we will when we post the video. Okay. For those who will be listening to the audio version, this is the audio I talked about that I shared. I keep quoting my father all the time, and I'm sure I've done this millions of times. One of the first things he taught me was man uh, If things happen according to how you wish, that's good. But if they don't, that's even better. And I could never understand that. And when I asked him, he said, if they're not happening according to your wish, they're happening according to the wish of some divine force. And that divine force will never think ill about you. So you have to respect that as being better. The other thing he told me was uh, when I was... Uh, struggling a lot in those times i said you know life is a struggle and he used to say so long as there is life there is going to be struggle i think if we accept this fact your life is never going to be easy something or the other is going to happen so rather than sit in some kind of despondency on that be aware that tomorrow is another challenge is another day uh, which uh, which couldn't turn out to be profitable, which may not, but eventually there will be another day when you can start trying all over again. Uh, let me just give a small brief introduction. This one is uh, Amitabh Bachchan. He is a superstar, an Indian Bollywood movie superstar. Yeah. I think many people are familiar with him. That was his quote. And I would recommend also that uh, members who are listening to this normally tune in on Satguru. Yeah, Sat I've, I've listened. You've listened to Satguru. Oh, okay. uh, he's very inspirational. Yeah, also on, on YouTube, it doesn't cost But it's worth its price in gold. Because yeah. you get inspired and become wholesome. Because there are a lot of things that you don't know out there that your soul has no idea about. Yeah, He's a very inspirational guy. So also, probably, you, ca you can relate people to, 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 to listen to Satguru. Especially when you begin at a young age. Yeah, You begin grooming yourself at a young age. Now, that's the difference with me. I began at a very young age. 22 years. Rooting myself. And I don't find it any strange now. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, it flows in me very easily. When someone talks something that makes sense, that responds to my uh, Anchor. conscience, yeah. I click very fast. Okay. Just like if you see there, you see that. Have you read that? I did. I, I didn't finish it. It oh, sums up. Grant us success in struggling 
brought a success in struggling during failure, patience in disappointment, going alone in jihad without weapons, working without pay, sacrificing silence, having religious belief in this world, ideology without popular tradition, faith without pretensions, non-conformity without immaturity, beauty without physical appearance, loneliness in the crowd, and loving without the beloved knowing about, about it. O oh Allah, you teach us how to live, we shall learn how to die. die. Sums it up. If you look at all those attributes, all those that you are seeing for, yeah. you've lived a perfect human life. You die well. In Islam we say, it's an Arabic word, it says, Ma'isha Saida, Ma'ata Saida. The one who lives well, dies well. What are we doing for? At the end of the day, we all die. Yeah. At the end of the day, we all go in, in, in that hole. It has been such a pleasure to finally have you on this podcast. I will surely come back. And the next time we, we have you, I think we can talk more about business because the, the years you have spent in business anchored to such discipline and, and uh, being a person who has found that there is beyond business. Sure. I think we'll have a lot to learn from you there. But for today's episode, I'm really grateful. My pleasure. Thank you for My hosting pleasure. Growth Mindsets in your home. My pleasure. Let's do this next time. Shamba. God willing. Amen. Thank you. Will be done. Amen. Yeah.